An important report for the policy exchange think tank has suggested that a lot of young people are being taught fashionable theories as uncontested as con uncontested fact. So the report says that a majority of the age group 18 to 24 believes, quote, that schools should teach students that Britain was founded on racism and remains structurally racist today. The research was carried out by Eric Kaufman, an academic at Birkbeck, University of London, for the policy exchange think tank, and he joins me now. Eric Kaufman. Welcome. Great to be here. Can you talk us through this study that you've done for the Policy Exchange Unit? What, what are your key findings here? Well, yeah, so there is this narrative that, you know, all this talk about uh, indoctrination in schools and critical race theory is kind of a right-wing plot, moral panic. It's not really happening. Um, you know, just actually the other, the other day, um, John Burko here was saying, oh, it's greatly exaggerated. And that's kind of the narrative that we're getting from the left and even parts of the center. So what I wanted to do was say, we'll do a representative sample of 18 to 20-year-olds and ask them about what they were taught in school. So this is a random draw of young people. And what we find is actually a majority of these young people are getting critical race theory and critical gender theory in their schools. So this is, this is a fact. You can't deny this is a random survey. We're talking about exposure of millions of people to this. This, this is something I don't understand because when Don't Divide Us, uh, the, the group that proposed liberal values and anti-racism, they looked into this. They had freedom of uh, information requests across many, many schools and, and borough councils. And it, was, it turned out that critical race theory is deeply embedded. Why do people keep denying it? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're just lying, aren't they? This they are just, they are, it's, it's a combination of lying or not wanting to know. I'm not exactly sure what it is. Now, what they did with DDU, a lot of those schools didn't answer the FOI. Right. And then a lot of people said, well, you know, the council was recommending these materials, but the schools aren't teaching them. Again, okay. it's just nonsense. But but what I've done is actually talked to the pupils. Well, you've been looking at young people, exactly. 1,500, so, yeah. Do you have any specific findings? What are the attitudes that young people have, say, towards yeah. uh, structural racism or the concept of gender identity ideology, this kind of thing? Well, yeah, so we, let, let me run you through a few questions just to give you an, a sense of this, right? Yeah. So is Britain a racist country? 61% of the 18 to 20s would say yes. Uh, now, if we ask a question like, should J.K. Rowling be dropped by her publisher, you know, they split evenly between yes, she should be dropped, and no, she shouldn't, compared to if you take the 50-plus population, it's 85% no, she shouldn't be dropped, and only 5%, whereas amongst the young people, it's 50-50. Can they, I mean, I know the survey probably didn't go this far, but can any of those kids justify that position? I mean, they, you know, if you have like half of them saying J.K. Rowling should be dropped by her publisher, can they explain why? Because there isn't really a reason, is there? Um, well, I think they would probably just say, oh, she's transphobic or something. You know, right. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot of thought going into that other than she has offended a marginalized group. So and the point there, though, is that that is indicative of indoctrination, isn't it? Because, yeah. because there is well, no logical or legitimate reason for saying she should be dropped. So it is just a mantra at that point. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, well, if your value system is such that any sort of emotional offense caused to a marginalized group is the most important thing. Yes. And free speech then falls down, truth falls down below that. Then, yeah, it makes sense, of course, if that's what you believe, that this is the most important thing in the world. Now, what I would say is they're getting that mainly from social media and celebrity culture. I mean, the schools are reinforcing and not challenging. So seven in ten of these young people said this stuff was taught to them as more or less fact. Uh, now, that's yeah. a surprise, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, a lot of this stuff has been accelerated over the past 10, 12 years. And in all that time, a conservative government has been in charge. So conservatives say they're fighting a war on woke. It would seem to me they're, they're pushing it. Um, well, what they're doing is they are essentially turning a blind eye while the what I call cultural socialist left more or less takes the field and indoctrinates this stuff in schools. So they are simply right. saying, oh, yeah, we're 
doing something about woke. Look, we've set out some guidelines about what, you know, you're not allowed to teach BLM, but you can teach anti-racism and you can teach that Britain is systemically racist and systemic racism is a thing as part of these consensus values. So they haven't gotten serious about the problem. Um, so no, I would say even though we've had this conservative government, a lot of them are embarrassed, they're cowardly, they don't understand, well, so they're not doing anything about it. That latter point that they don't understand, is yeah. that what's going on here? Because, you know, if you ask the average person, you know, do you think te teachers in schools should should stand up against racism? Everyone's going to say yes. And schools have done a really good job and, and do a really good job of when racism occurs, tackling it, challenging it. Right. But that's not what this anti-racism teaching or, or ideology is. It's the presupposition that every human interaction has racism at its core and that all white people are complicit in white, white supremacy, whether they like it or not. That's a huge leap from just right. challenging racism. Right, but you see what they've done is they've expanded the definition of racism from what you and I would understand it to mean, which is what you just mentioned, to this big ideology that you can have this free-floating racism without any actual racism. I mean, so they're, they're pushing this ideology under the cover of this term anti-racism. So is that smuggling that, that in? The yeah. politicians and the various people in charge just don't understand. They just hear the phrase anti-racism and they think, yes. great, we're opposed to racism. Well, partly that, partly they're scared because if they're against something that says anti-racism on the tin, they're scared yeah. they're going to be accused of being a racist. Um, and also they just don't care enough. I mean, they care about economic management. I mean, the Conservative Party is full of essentially business liberals. They don't really care about culture, most of them. And so they're going to let the woke in the schools and the institutions, civil service, NHS, go to town. But it's very uh, myopic, isn't it? Uh, because if you think about what this might mean for the long term, if Absolutely. educational institutions, which are meant to be about the production of knowledge and truth, if they no longer value objective truth, but instead value lived experience instead, uh, then that means we're going to end up with a future generation that doesn't understand the importance of truth and, of course, free speech. Yeah, I mean, I think the conservatives have convinced themselves that somehow, oh, well, once they get a mortgage and they have families, they'll all start voting Tory. In <laughs> fact, that's just garbage, because if we look at the survey data, it's all about their cultural attitudes that's driving their voting. Yes. It's not about whether they have a mortgage. Are young people that have a mortgage and are paying tax, are they more likely to vote Tory? Not really. But well, they're not so, going to be able to afford a mortgage, yeah. are they? Well, even if they have a mortgage, it, it doesn't matter. This is not a material question. It's about a mind virus that they's, they've absorbed through social media and celebrity culture and at school, and they, that's sh shaped who they are. So it doesn't really matter what material circumstances they're in. And so I think the conservatives are really deluding themselves. And I would predict once this generation comes of age, becomes the median voter, yeah, the conservatives will be relegated to a kind of natural party of opposition, like in Canada yes. with the conservatives. You know, they'll get into office occasionally, but they're going to be a natural party of opposition. But, you know, thanks to your report and with other work by Don't Divide Us and various groups, we do have now incontrovertible evidence yes. uh, that the, these ideologies are being peddled in schools. This is, is this not the equivalent of, of suddenly deciding that all UK schools need to be religious in nature and that we need to teach uh, some sort of cultish worldview as though it were fact? And isn't, isn't that a majorly serious problem? It is a huge problem, and it is just astounding how um, sort of the, the Tories are on their watch. I mean, they're just letting this happen. Yeah. Whereas if you look at other jurisdictions, you look at Ron DeSantis in Florida, or even there are periods like in, in the Ontario con uh, Conservatives in the 1980s in Canada, they said, oh, we're going to teach about Mao and the Cultural Revolution and the, and the gulags. Yes. And they changed the curriculum. I mean, you can actually do that. But this government has simply not been interested. So am I wrong yeah. to be optimistic about young people? It's just that when I give talks at various universities... Yeah. Uh, a lot of the young people who come and want, they want to be challenged, they come along and talk to me afterwards, 
uh, I don't get this sense of, of young people trying to shut everything down, you know. Uh, maybe that's just because I'm not interesting enough to shut down, but, you know, <laughs> it, am I getting this wrong? Um, I think you are, but you're probably getting a selection of people coming to you. I mean, for mm. so if you look at, you know, public, you know, the opinion in the round, as I said, 60% saying Britain is a racist society. Uh, you know, we had, there was a survey, 60% think that universities should be protecting people from speech more than allowing free speech. Yeah, I think that the modal default programming that they're coming to university with already, I don't think the universities are doing that much. It's actually the schools, celebrity culture, etc. They are coming to university, you know, with this cultural socialist mind. Saying that, you know, when Helen Joyce gave a talk at Gonville and Keyes College in yeah. Cambridge, there were academics sort of, well, let's be honest, lying about her and what she said and encouraging students to protest and uh, try and drown out her words with noises and drums and blaring horns and all the rest of it. So it is to an extent coming from ideologically driven academics who are more activists rather than academics. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what I would say is the activist academics are influencing the schools, are influencing the wider culture. Yes. I don't think that in class most students are becoming indoctrinated. I think they're already, so in the report we can see that even people who haven't attended university, they're taking a year before they attend university. 